Metuneter Volume 3, The Key to Miracles, Chapter 27. Closure. The title of this chapter serves a dual purpose. It signals that it is the last chapter. It is also indicative of a major benefit of the Pout Neteru. The Pout Neteru, a closed system. Imagine that you have been given a vast array of electronic and mechanical parts. They all work separately, but you have not been told how to assemble them. And what you are making, yet you are admonished that you must make something by making all the parts work as one. You work with the parts with a sense of satisfaction from the fact that the parts work by themselves and in some combinations. Yet you are frustrated by the fact that you have been unable to bring the work to closure. You have not been able to fulfill the mandate. Ha, you exclaim one day, you solve the problem. You need to know that it is that the parts belong to. You need to know what it is the parts belong to. So you ask, an airplane, are you told, you are told. You are now better off. You know what it is and what it does. So you go back to your work. The knowledge of external appearance of airplanes guides you to assemble all the parts, all of the outer parts. Yahoo, but the darn thing will not fly. The reason is obvious in the hundred inner parts that are on the floor. It doesn't fly, but it is an airplane. So you enjoy the bragging rights. You have an airplane to show off. Then one day you see a plane in the sky and you feel confused, threatened, and angry. How did they do that? Quote, we use the blueprint to assemble the parts. Quote, wow, what a brilliant idea. You respond. It shows you the thing to be built, the parts and how to connect them. My beloved, this is what the Pout Neteru, the comedic tree of life, is. It is the blueprint for building a divine man. It is a picture of the God, man, woman, and the faculties that compose his or her being. And like the blueprints we use to make things, it brings closure to the work of spirituality. It enables you to know exactly what must be done and what order and how to know when the work is complete. That way, you can be confident in rising above the earth. You know that what came, what came down must go up. The Pout Neteru is the equivalent of a statement of physical law. The energy is understood through its components, mass moving of a certain speed. Einstein's formula for law of energy enables the scientists to think in well-defined limits about energy, light, and mass in a given condition. The pout enables the spiritual scientist to do the same in her thinking about man. In the absence of pout, people will subscribe to wonderful spiritual teachings without the slightest hint that they are, are supposed to use the principles to transform themselves into a divine entity. They will even come across the saying that man is made in the likeness of God, that ye are gods, yet cling to this self-image of an important being that must remain the slave of emotions and sensuality, an inherently impotent being that must be beg a divinity to save him from the lower part of his being. Faculties that are by law, unqualified, receptive to his will and words.
the tree of life, the Pout Neturu, in the Judeo-Christian tradition. It is of great interest that the Hebrew and Christian Bibles do not refer often to the tree of life, nor offer any explanation of its purpose. Yet we encounter it in the first and last books of the Testament. In Genesis 1, we learn that it is at the center of the most important event in the Bible. This can be understood from the fact that the goal of religion is to help man achieve his blessings on earth and in heaven through union with God. Sin is the cause of separation and the denotion of the state of separation from God. Sinning was the first act of the man and woman in the Hebraic tradition. It led to the separation of man from God and according to its teaching, their sin was the cause for the separation of all men from that day on from God. Of course, we all know that the sin had to do with the act of disobedience that revolved on eating the fruits of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. As a result, man was ejected from the garden and his way back was barred to prevent him from getting his hands on the tree of life. The gist of this allegory is an essay, is an easy one for poets. Since there is absolutely no elaboration anywhere in the testaments of the, on the tree of knowledge of good and evil, it can be safely concluded that the emphasis has to be placed on the act of disobedience as the cause of forfeiting access to the tree of life. To know what was forfeited according to the tradition, we must turn to the last book of the Testaments, the book of Revelation. It states in the epilogue, quote, blessed are those who wash their robes that they may have the right to the tree of life and may go through the gates into the city. The city, you may recall, is the new Jerusalem that is to replace Babylon at the end of days. The delights of the new Jerusalem is the river of the water of life as clear as crystal flowing from the throne of God. On each side of the river stood the tree of life bearing 12 crops of fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of nations. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city, and his servants will serve him. Revelations 22, 1-5 It is interesting that the Hebrew Bible opens with man's punishment and the form of being denied access to the tree of life, and the Christian Bible ends with the pronouncement that the leaves of this tree are, quote, for the healing of nations. At the time when all evil would have been set aside, the Christian Bible ends with the city in which it is to be found, God, and the Lamb, and the river of the water of life, and the tree of life. Unfortunately, nothing else is said about the tree of life. It is obvious of great importance from the accountants of, the Genes- of Genesis in the book of Revelation. Fortunately, thousands of years before either book was written, the holy sages of Kemet recorded hundreds of statements and detailed teachings on, the tr- on this tree whose leaves are for the healing of mankind in the holy scriptures of Kemet. Freedom from sin. A careful study of the New Testament will reveal that Jesus's claim to divinity was but arrested by his freedom from sin. It is not enough to say that he was the son of God. 
There had to be something godlike about him. This did not rest with his miracles as the devils and the disciples were said to be able to work them as well. Freedom from sin was the key. But thousands of years before Christianity, the average man and woman, as well as kings and queens, made freedom from sin their major quest in life. They understood that it was the chief requirement for success in the world and for the achievement of the ultimate goal in life. I can hear the diehard skeptics. Did all of these people from whom the epitaphs and their declarations of freedom from sin actually attain the goal? It matters not if some did, didn't, or if the majority failed. The matter can never be proven. What is a fact is that it was the national goal and the major part of the national will and wealth went into the glorification and promotion of the quest. What quality of life will people manifest when they are constantly bombarded with the call to be free from sin as a requirement for sharing in God's powers that they may achieve their goals on earth and in heaven? The history of Kemet is a testimony to the truth. It is the longest-lived political entity in the history of the world. It laid the foundation for modern science, mathematics, religion, spirituality, philosophy, art, government, and all. It laid the foundation for, cult for civilization. If you did not become free of sin but dedicated your life fully to it, I assure you that you will achieve many a miraculous event. That is that it is a possibility and that it was done for over 3,000 years, you have the people of ancient Egypt to thank. Go for the miracle. You are not alone. You can't be and will never be. Here ends the reading of chapter 26 and also the end of Metuneter volume 3, The Key to Miracles. I will begin the reading of Metuneter Volume 4, beginning January 1st of 2020.